Welcome to the Talk to Talk Club podcast where I talk about anything and everything. And today I want to discuss something called emotional maturity versus emotional immaturity. And a lot of people don't really know how to distinguish these things because when they see a person who has a nice house or a nice car or they'll be taking care of somebody, maybe helping their mom out great job or whatever that is, they think that this is what defines maturity when that's not really the case at all. Because once they decide to talk to this person, be in a relationship with this person, they soon realize when things get heated or there's some type of friction, they soon find out that this person that they were first idolizing is not mature emotionally. And I want to define what that is for those who don't know the difference. According to the American Psychological Association, emotional maturity is a high level of appropriate emotional control and expression. Emotional immaturity, on the other hand, is a tendency to express emotions without restraint or disproportionately in a situation So let me elaborate on what that means. When you're dating somebody or you're talking to somebody, it could be a friend or even associate. When you're engaging in a conversation with them, when you're emotional, mature, you're able to have a dialogue and understand where that person is coming from. You're able to put yourself in that person's shoes and vice versa. And even if you don't fully understand you're able to come to a, a, a point where it is agree to disagree without tempers getting so high that you guys are now screaming at each other to the top of your lungs instead of carrying a conversation like an adult. When you can't control your temper and you're yelling at the person and you no longer can hear what they're saying and they can no longer hear what you're saying, the maturity that you're showing is one of a child. You start talking through the person or talking at the person. And when you talk through a person, that means you're no longer hearing anything they're telling you and talking at somebody is not coming to an agreement. So when a male or a female decides to date and you go through those stages of happiness and it feels like you guys are on the same level, but once the relationship progresses, you soon find out that, okay, I'm talking to you about, say, if it was taking a trash out and you forgot to take the trash out. Emotional maturity will be, listen, baby, I need you to remember to take the trash out. We can write it on the refrigerator or I can text it to you in the morning. As a reminder, most people can't comprehend that simple, simple thing to do. Because sometimes with the human mind, the more simpler it is, the more complicated we make things. For what reason? No clue. That's just how we are. Instead of that, the yelling, why can't you remember this? I'm sick of you not taking the trash can out. And the person on the receiving end of this, if they were emotionally mature, even though the person is being a little hostile, They have the emotional self-control to be like, my bad, baby. 
I'm going to put it on my phone calendar, write it on a refrigerator with a sticky note and then move on for there. But if both parties don't have emotional self-control and the maturity, it becomes a shouting match and a shouting match doesn't end well for either parties. You'll be mad. You'll probably go on to work. And if you're spiteful, you won't take the trash out either way. And then your partner, on the other hand, is being spiteful and probably won't answer your text if you see if they ask you how you feeling, how's work going. And that's the point we get to a lot when we're in a relationship and when we're interacting with other people. The emotional self-control is not there. And trust me, it's not easy either. When I was younger, I had to go to anger management because I was just an angry kid. I was so used to not being heard whenever somebody or I felt like somebody was challenging me. I went above and beyond with my aggression. Very unnecessary. But that was me lacking the emotional maturity to control myself, always creating hostile environments just as the more stress you get mad. You reflect that anger on somebody and then they reflect that anger on you and it just amplifies it. Relationships, especially nowadays, they're like over within two years. And if you manage not to toss your partner out a window or choke them out, the relationship is done. And the key for a lot of times when it comes to a relationship is both parties having that emotional maturity. To be able to say, you know what, baby, that's your opinion. You have the right to that opinion. I feel a little different about it, but that's okay. We got to a point in life where agreeing to disagree is even a problem within itself. Everybody wants to be right. Nobody wants to be wrong. It's like a pride thing, I feel. And I had to learn that about myself, too. When my girl is being unreasonable, I still keep my cool. I don't do it all the time. But I'm self-aware enough to know that I can win at least eight out of the 10 fights. And when I mean win, I mean keep the situation calm and move on with understanding. But it took me time. I had to read. I had to learn. I had to learn about myself. I had to fix whatever trauma I had as a child. Everybody's different because even watching your parents and how they interact with each other can definitely affect you how you talk to your partner. And people are scared to judge themselves because they don't want to feel like bad people. But you make yourself a better person when you understand yourself better. Like you can have that car, have that job and all the things you want in between. And from the outside looking in and even within yourself, you're like, I'm mature. I know how to handle myself. I take care of other people. And if I if you have kids, you're like, I take care of my kids. And that may be some level of emotional maturity. But how do you handle your partner? How do you handle your family members? How do you handle your friends when situations aren't so good? Are you quick to lash out, throw a temper tantrum, which I find to be the most Weird thing ever when I see grown people having a full blown child temper tantrum. But there's also steps that you can take to give you a better chance at your relationship and a better chance at the interactions you have with people. First one, 
adopt the attitude of progression, not perfection, which means know that you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Understand the flaws within yourself, because once you know what those things are that you need to improve in and you have that better understanding of yourself, whenever you feel like you're being called out on, you don't have to go from zero to 60 like you lost your mind. You could simply say, "Okay, baby, or to your friends. Yeah, I know that's something I need to work on and I'm still trying. So give me time. That's self-reflection. Second one is be careful not to identify with that which you struggle. A lot of people spend their time struggling with their anxiety and it becomes to the point where it's literally taking control of your life. When you focus on something so much, it amplifies the problem within. And people who do have anxiety, whenever they feel like they're being attacked, they go on the defense or they shut down. And that's one thing you can't do in a relationship. And it's not something you should want to do within a friendship or with your sibling. You need to be able to express yourself clearly. It can be simple. It doesn't have to be big words or anything. Something simple like this. I don't like the way you're talking to me right now. Either we are going to carry a civilized conversation or I'm leaving. That's it. Not keep talking to me like that. I'm going to punch you in your mouth because you see how that doesn't solve any problem. I mean, you may knock them out and they're on the floor. That will solve the problem of them talking to you, but it doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? So shutting down is a great way to ruin any interaction you have with anybody because you may be shutting down because you don't want conflict, but to them, you're shutting down because you don't care. You don't want to hear what they got to say. And you close yourself off for the opportunity of solving a problem and moving forward. Third, stop trying to reiterate fear. Whatever that thing that you're going through or whatever that fear you have, don't let that affect that interaction. Give you an example. Some people have the fear of being abandoned. So when they get into these arguments, that's when they either lash out or they become closed in. You have to understand some of those fears aren't reality. Yeah, there's a chance they may leave you, but that's anything with any relationship. But you not saying anything or not communicating anything makes those probabilities actually come to fruition. So don't self-sabotage by letting those fears and insecurities dominate your relationship. Fourth, be willing to see change. Don't get into a mind state of complacent. Don't say this is the relationship. This is the interaction I have with my family. This is the interaction I have with my friends. And this is it. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm not given anything, I'm not taking anything. You have to look in the mirror and see that the person that I'm staring at is not perfect. It's okay, but at the same time, growth is needed. Evolution is needed. If you are the same person you were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, it's a problem. 
you're supposed to forever progress because there's always improvements to make. Interactions with different people, job situations, and life in general. I don't live in fantasy world, but I believe in doing what makes you happy, especially when it comes to work. If I had to clock in every single day to a job I hate, at some point I would probably blow my brains out. I'm not kidding you. That's a life that I just couldn't live. And even if you have kids, there's a way to work around that if you have a partner who's doing something they love, and that's where the teamwork comes. Another part of emotional maturity is that understanding. You're like, baby, I know this job pays X amount of whatever, whatever, but I'm not happy here. It's stressing me out. It's making me more irritable when I get home and it's affecting the relationship I have with you and the kids. That is going to impact them. It may not be that same day of a conversation, but it plants the seed to be like, all right, baby, if getting a new job or this job that you're planning on getting is going to make you happy and affect the whole family in a positive way, then do that job. That is the maturity, not screaming, saying, are you crazy? I want to maintain this or I want the new Range Rover. Be understanding, be empathetic. Be loving. Let me go on to the next one. Be present. Have you ever woke up and you have so much on your mind that you're literally going through that whole day thinking about all the stuff you got to do? I got to take Joey to the basketball game. I got to take Susan to cheerleading practice. I got to deal with my wife when I get home because I forgot to take that trash out and a whole bunch of other stuff. So wrapped in our head that we're just on autopilot because now you're not even living life. You are just skin and bones to walk in this earth. So you have to be present. Enjoy life. Look at nature. We all need that time in our life, which should be most of the time to be present. So once again, this is the Talk to Talk Club. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your friends about it. We're trying to make everybody better. And I appreciate y'all.